Hello and welcome, it's me, Rodney Cyrus, back with you one more time, it's an on and off the pitch. I'm joined by Barmy Army co-founder, founder, icon, you're just out of shot a little bit, Nat, you just need to move over a little bit, there you are, Nat, Naughty yeah. Nat is in the house, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, Rodney, thanks for having me on, it's been a long time. Uh, you're, listen, it's been far too, it's been far too long, that's, that's, it's, well, that's all, all my fault. Before we started recording, we were having a good old chinwag. We were just, yeah. you know, everyone will think, oh, aren't these guys lovely? They're very civil, you know, very polite. We were just putting the world to rights about a number of things. Definitely. We're going to talk about, yeah, we're going to talk about uh, the game that just went. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Manchester United women's uh, impressive win against Spurs women, Tottenham Hotspurs women, mm. and the game that's coming up at the weekend and anything else connected with uh, Manchester United women. Um, before we get into that, I know I've asked you, are you all right? You've been busy this week. You've been networking. Listen, uh, I've been speaking to a few journalists. I've been speaking to United, like oh. the actual club. You know, it's, yeah. it's good things are going to happen, hopefully soon. You know, I don't want to sort of spoil it, bring it all out, you know, everything that was said, but... You know, they, they see us and they respect everyone and they're grateful. That's what you need to know Every, from the top. Not just Casey, not just the players from the top. They really appreciate everything that we're doing. So just yeah. keep it up, guys. And, you know, we, I, I don't like saying this, but we are. We're changing the game. We're making it, you know, we're giving a support that's never seen before. And it's just about keeping it up and keeping it inclusive and friendly for everyone. And that's yeah. just what it's about yeah and do you know what I like the the word definitely inclusive definitely friendly and I have to say you know uh, being in the stands with you the energy that you have during the game um, I honestly I just could not compete if I was on the opposing uh, side as a fan I would probably want to go away and have a break or at <laughs> least call in the substitute there is no substitute for you you are the full 95 minutes yeah, yeah, and extra time. So, yeah, it's, keep it up. Yes, it's good work. I'm going to just say one thing, though, and it's about the game and it's about that. It's about being 95 minutes. There was one girl, and I think you mentioned her. I've seen you, you talking about Spurs. Oh, and yeah, yeah. She was 95 minutes. She was really yeah. good. She was non-stop. Spurs need to look yeah. after her. Um, yeah. You know, they need to gather around that because she has energy. She was bringing it. She was starting other songs. Even when we were like, sit down you know where the bar me at she was carrying on so that's what yeah. you want to see that's back and forth was so good and I, I mean it wasn't a good moment for us but when uh, Lauren got sent off and they were jeering they were shouting that's what you want that's yeah. atmosphere yeah. that riled them up and then we scored and then we were going it back to them cheerio yeah. <laughs> yes yes what you need to see in football now and some people don't like it but this is the way it's going it's going like that it's going into two sets of fans that are passionate that want to just give all for the girls because you realize that it boosts them you know yeah. i think people um, are starting to see that you know sitting down and clapping it's great but the girls need that boost and we give it to them and so obviously though that girl who was singing for spurs she would have given it yeah. to those players yeah yeah she is. that uh, that person is chris i'm chris. hopefully going to catch up with her um at some point in the near future, uh, yeah, she was definitely the, the the cheerleader for the 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 Spurs fan base, and um, I didn't recall her at the last game. 
no that no. one of the first last year um but you know I, I i um i always feel that in terms of the the fan base that spurs had they were a good bunch last year i think they definitely enjoyed um the game not necessarily the result but i think they enjoyed the game because it was a very i don't think the result in itself showed was a kind of uh an outline of the game because I think it could, there were chances for both teams, but um, definitely in terms of what, what what we saw from the fans, from you guys and from the Spurs fans, Chris being the, the cheerleader for them is a lot, a lot more vocal. And I think for those that were watching it at home, uh, whether they were watching it on, on the TV or they're watching it on the FA player, which is a fantastic app to have, they would have heard and seen and realised that, you know, it isn't just the quiet game and I'll say mm. um, that you might experience an England international yeah yeah uh, definitely yeah, there's no, there, there were no um Mexican waves mm. you know <laughs> disgusting, disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was though uh, yeah <laughs> don't do that I mean if you win 5-0 fair enough you're losing and you do a Mexican wave I couldn't believe it like, I couldn't believe I've never seen anything like it just, never just... seen anything um, but no, so yeah, so um, for me, as, as someone who was sitting with the, the Manchester United fan base, really appreciated the fact that Spurs fans were getting involved with the, the singing and the banter, and I thought it was great in terms of the atmosphere, and it added something to the game. So definitely from a spectator's point of view, and as a, uh, a vehicle to push women's football, and from, from the viewers at home, I, I thought it added it added something. Um so Let me kind just of add just one little thing to that. Yeah, That's go go. The they've got a product. Like I'm not trying to, you know, how does she know? But yeah. listen, they've got a product to sell to the TV audience. Yeah. They want people like BT to be buying it more. They want people like Sky to be buying it more. They will want a global audience. So yeah. if sort of people are just sitting down quietly in the seats, I'm not saying that they can't do that, but that doesn't entice um, these broadcasters to show it. If you're hearing things, if you're hearing back and forth in the crowd, if you're hearing loud cheers, if you're hearing songs being sung for players, that then people think, oh, right, okay, we're onto something here. This is a game. You know, you can hear the crowd getting lifted. There's something going on. You know, that's the thing that partly the FA do want, whether they they want to keep it family and this, that, and other, but they've they've got a product to sell there at the end of the day. And, you know... Hopefully, you know, keep what we're doing. Spurs up their game because I think we were there. And that's what you want. That's what we're going to get a lot of this season. Yeah. I'm going to ask you to shift your camera just a little bit more so that you're in the centre because I can see. There you go. A bit more. The other way. The other way. The other way. No, no, no. No, no. To your... Bit more. Bit more. Bit more. Bit more. Bit more. Because I can hardly see you. From my end, I can hardly see you. You're probably in the centre. I can see you more now. Right, okay. No, 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 I can't see you now. Where are you going? You're at the other end. There you go. Yeah, come over. Closer to the wall. There you go. Hey, stop hiding. (laughs) No, I'll I'll echo everything you said. I think simply if you were to put it into a sentence, it would be no fans, no glory. That's what it is is for a package. And I think you can have a game of football, there'd be no fans, no atmosphere, but then everything else that comes with the fans... The celebrations, the songs, the cheering, the banter, that's all part of the footballing package that you see in the modern game. And if it's not that, then it's just a bunch of football players in a local park with one man and a dog and maybe a couple of joggers. And it's and it's much more than that. Um, the result uh, mm. and, the, and the game in itself, 
Um, Manchester, I, I, to be honest, I didn't predict a, 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 such a conclusive win in terms of the scoreline. I didn't predict 3-0. David did, and he was very happy about that. I predicted a much closer 2-1 uh, result. But I, I, watching the Spurs set up and watching Manchester United women set up, I couldn't help but think how Spurs were much more naive, and maybe that's just me, than they were last year, even though the scoreline was a lot smaller. In terms of their play, I felt that they gave the ball up far too much in the middle of the park. And Manchester United really kind of pressed home the advantage in terms of their passing, in terms of their tackling, in terms of their attempts on goal, all, all within the first 60 seconds. Yeah. I mean, what did you think in terms of, of I, the I game? I predict 3-0. But oh, you as well. Okay, I it's just email, but I thought it would be tough. I thought it would. I can see why you went two one because Spurs had been, you know, they'd gone to Chelsea, Stamford Bridge, and only, you know, unlucky potentially. Some people said just to get a draw, um, yeah. and obviously then they'd have two wins on the bounce, one against Liverpool, and then West Ham at the yeah. London Stadium. You're thinking, right, Spurs are a, are a different kettle of fish than what we played. It's not going to be a five nil. Yeah. Or we're a different kettle of fish as well. And I think, like you just said there about that midfield, yeah, they they gave it up, but it was the pressure, I think. It was the Hayley lads in there. It was the, you know, yeah. Zellum in there, pressing yeah. them, Jackie Gronin and pressing them up high. And then, you know, Leah coming in when they made that pass back, Leah was coming in, intercepting the ball. It was just a joy to watch, you know, that midfield. That's what we've been missing. I was crying out all last season on this podcast on different things. We need a CDM. We need a CDM. Yeah. Bang. Hayley Lads come in. To me, she's the best one in the league. Um, you know, there's there's that's the bold. one at that's Arsenal. A bold she, I know let's, it's bold and I'm going on big. Let's frame that. Let's listen, frame it. Yeah, listen, she she might not be the best in the league, but she's one of the best. And listen, it's what we were crying out for. So that's why it's made such a big difference for us. You get what I mean? Jackie obviously is that is that that just that Rolls Royce, but we were crying out for someone to break up the ball and pass it forward and just do the simple. But but I don't want to say nasty, but I don't want to say dirty. But just that simple, like getting in, getting stuck in, breaking up play. Yeah. And Haley Lad, so I told her on the, on the day she is yeah. just different quality, and that's that's the piece of the jigsaw, and yeah. you can just see it all now building. Um, do you know, uh, uh, to be honest, when we, we talked at the beginning of the season, uh, we did obviously detailed conversations about every player that came in from Lotta to Mary, mm. Hayley, um, Jackie. Uh, who have I missed? I've missed someone, I'm sure. Abby. Abby Mack. Abby. Yeah. Um, obviously, she was missing mm. against uh, uh, Spurs due to injury. Uh, I, I, I cannot kind of underestimate or kind of knock what you said about Hayley because watching her performance and even now as I'm talking to you I mean at the end of the game and I spoke to David and I said you know who's your he said who's your man of the match who's your player of the match and I said yeah I'm going to give it to to Martha I thought Martha's performance for me for someone who hadn't had any minutes you know to come in cold you know he may have played 60 minutes or so in the, with the reserves or half an hour to still do um, give that kind of performance where she was literally up and down the wing you know, and there was a, a ball that came across from 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 Leah, and on the far post, Martha was there, and I was thinking, but you're the right back, 
and 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 I thought she had a fantastic game, but I'm now kind of think again about I can't I cannot ignore what Haley did in the middle of the pitch, mm. you know, and I just it's we probably need uh, more time I think in terms of doing a, a detailed player by player analysis about what what those players have actually contributed to the team so far, and I think what you what you said about Haley is absolutely right. She has been what Manchester United women desperately needed last year. Mm-hmm. Obviously, someone has to drop out for her to play. And we can talk about that person later on. But for her, Hayley has to come in and do the things that she's done so far in in the the, the team. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's probably taken these games for me to kind of really go, yeah, I can see why she's there. I can see why Casey has got her in the team and, and what she does and and everything else uh, in terms of making it really simple for those around her to just get on and do their job. And and I would say to you also, it's not about the the, the nasty stuff. I think it's what's needed. Mm, You you do need someone that's going to go in and and you don't want players to say, oh, they've got the ball and let them have time to turn and take a touch and then take another touch. She's not letting you do any of that. She's going to get up close and she's going to actually, you know, you're going to feel her presence next to you. She's going to kind of get put her foot in and do all of those things. Which is for me is fantastic. Which then the I think allowed as well, Rodney. It was like from the front to the back. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I know Dave says about Lauren and this, that, and the other. But listen, Lauren was pressing as well. It was yeah. all. It was the front. Lauren would press, then Leah would press, then Zellen would yeah. press, then Haley would press. Then they would try and maybe switch over the other side. But then, you know, like you said, Marshall yeah. was there. Kirsty was there. It was just. I was going to say, she has them drilled to a T and they know what they're doing. Yeah. And now they've won yeah. one, won the second. It's that confidence building back up now. So you can see the attack. Yeah. I mean, like you said, Leah was then playing a ball and Martha was there because they're, they're confident, they're hungry, they all want to score again. And it's getting that feeling back that we had at the end of yeah. last season. You know what I mean? Like, listen, when we've got the ball, we're going to score. And that's just what they need it's, to do. It's, 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 it's watching that game, right? And you think about it, apart from. Um, obviously, Haley and um, Jackie, mm. you know, it's kind of the one of you know the the original back four, yeah. apart from you know you know who's gone to France, mm. um, and it seemed they seemed really at one. They moved as one. They moved in in unison. It was mm. for me, it was fantastic mm. to see, um, and also probably refreshing for them. Uh, to kind of play together again and, and get a really good win. But it wasn't always, it wasn't plain sailing. Definitely no. the Spurs had their moments. What I will say, and if I do, when I do speak to Chris, uh, hopefully I'll speak to her at some point, the Spurs, I've got the team sheet here. Uh, they're number 23, um, um, I am. I, I, I could not believe someone who looked like they were six foot tall you know, yes, could not get past, could not get past Martha Harris. Yeah. Couldn't get past her with the ball in the air. Yeah. Couldn't get past Martha Harris on the floor. Just, just could Martha had an answer for every single thing this player had. And then even when she switched on to the other side, she still realised that she couldn't get any joy. And then she went back again. So mm-hmm. I think the defence was fantastic. I think, again, that's why I kind of said Martha for me was the player of the match. But yeah. I, you know, I can be swayed because, you know, watching the game again and the highlights, Haley did great. You know, Lauren did great. Um, yeah. Leah did great. And, mm. and you know what? In my head already now, I think I'm going to have to dedicate a podcast 
<laughs> on Millie Turner. I'm oh, going to have to do seriously. I mean, it's not going to be today. I'm going to have to just sit down and watch because that bit of skill that she did in the mm-hmm. corner, there were two players yeah. and she literally would not let them alone. She wouldn't, she just, there was no giving up there. Mm. No. Let me just say though about go back, 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 the original back four. And that yeah. is the original back four minus, you know, captain, yeah. she's gone, but Listen, that back four might not have won last year against Spurs. I think that back four has really stepped up. I think Martha's really stepped up. Like you said, she's not even played. And, you know, maybe last year someone like that would have got past her, would have beaten her. You know, I remember Boreham Wood, Beth Mead, they were running there, they were running there. It was all down Martha's side. But this year, and as well, the one that I want to shout out, well, the both of them that I want to shout out, Amy Turner has really just come oh, on leaps and bounds. Listen. And I think bringing in Abby Mack oh. has made her realise, listen, this is an England international. I've got up my game. But Kirsty Smith has also up oh. her game because we're playing WSL now. And, you know, there was times where people thought, last year, you know, was it too easy this, that and the other? But she's struggling. And she's just looked like at all of them, they're their credit. I mean, Millie yeah. T... That'll be the one you never drop. <laughs> but <laughs> you drop the others, but they've all had to raise their game because they realise, listen, if I don't play now, then my I'm gone next year, maybe. I'm not saying that they are, but this is the standards. I'm having to raise my standards again, even higher, to keep my place in this team. Yeah. I, I do you know something? I I didn't realise how good Millie was. Yeah. So I'm gonna be on it. I've thought you watch you just think, you know what, you're just kind of a you're a Rolls Royce of a player, really. It's just you kind of cruise, you get there, you stop it, you pass it, you move it on. It's just you know, and she's a talker as well. If something's not going right, you know she's having a word with whoever's next to her, who is ever in front of her. So at some point in time. Millie, if you're watching, I'm going to have to dedicate a podcast just for you. Stats to boot. Going to need some help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I just, like, there was so much of that game that I thought, you know, you can look at player performance. For me, as I've said, I've I kind of already tipped my hat towards Martha and I thought, yeah, considering the, the lack of game time, really important um, that she, for me, did well and she did. Um, but looking back at the game, and I was looking, I was thinking, there's so many other players that I could have gone with, mm. you know, really important. But in terms of the score, um, really unfortunate that Spurs scored a, an own goal because I, I felt that if they had got um, an equaliser at some point in the game, it would have become a much tighter game, but it didn't. Um, and and as an observer, would say, even though I have my Manchester United fan hat on, um, couldn't work out what Spurs were doing playing four up front because they had two strikers operating against Amy and Millie Mm. and they both handled them well. They had a a wide player standing next to Kirsty. She handled her. And then Martha dealt with the number 23. So they were four up front and they couldn't get any joy. Mm. And I just felt, for me, looking at that game, I just could not work out what Spurs were trying to do. They didn't pack the midfield. And then because they didn't have any cover in midfield, their right back kept getting caught out. So every time Katie got the ball, or let, you know, but they'd slip the ball in on the inside, 
and Leah was gone. So there was no protection in front of, for me, there was no protection. And, and at no point, probably for about 70 minutes, did they change it? Mm. It didn't change it. And I just thought, you can't make mistakes like that against really good teams. But, you know, Manchester United on their day sussed out what was going on very early on and just exploited that time and the time and the time again. And, yeah, you know, well, credit to the team. The team, yeah, but the manager. Yeah. Oh, I, give credit oh. to I mean, she like she said, we played Spurs, so we know what they're doing, and that's that's what I think is going to help as well for for Sunday. We've played City, yeah. now, so we know yeah. they're kind of what they're doing. Um, but Casey's had it locked down for every game. Like they say, maybe Liverpool didn't perform that well, but she still had a plan and they executed it, and they got the yeah. and they got the points. You know. But you could tell, really. I mean, she even said, she came out and said, on about, she said, Friday and Saturday, just something clicked in training and that was it. And they were, and I think that's the United that we saw last year. You know, obviously, it's, you know, you can see how everyone's raised the game from the the minute one. But that performance is that United that I remember last year that just blitzed through people. Blitzed. It, they did, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, the really, blitz. that game. I know, you know, Mary made some good saves. They could have, you know, this, that, and never bought. Yeah. That could have been five nil first half, easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Jackie missed one. Jess had a couple. You know, there was the yeah. one. Lauren had a few. Lauren hit the post. Lauren hit the post. Yeah. You know, it just. It just. Yeah. Could have been easy. Could have been finished yeah. by first yeah. half. Yeah, credit to that, the Spurs goalkeeper. That, that'll definitely. be confidence that they need. That is the United. I mean, it's always been the United, and they've all played really well all the games. But that—that's the one you could yeah. tell the difference. And that's why I'm confident going into Sunday. It's still going to be tough. Don't get it twisted. But you know, I'm more confident now than I was yeah. the, the first one. Right. Do you know what? I'll be honest with you. I know you're going to ask me, "Am I going?" I'm not sure. I'll be up on Sunday. I'll be up on Sunday. Mm. I'll, I'll I'll have to make I'll have to make my um decision on the day. Mm. Yeah. Rodney, I, I've got tickets for both. Yeah, I know. And I'm not even sure if I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure. I'll have to see what. I know the girls. I know the girls are your priority right now. I know yeah. it. But the girls are your yeah. priority. So that's that's that. And that, to be honest, you've made a choice. You've yeah. made a choice. You know, I have a ticket for the, the, the Liverpool game, Man United-Liverpool. So, you know, for me, I haven't got a ticket for, for the, the Man United-Women-Man City game. So, you know what, Rodney, you know. no. You might be in the East Stand. You might be facing us. You might be opposite us if you do go and buy one on the day. That's where they're selling them now. There's no tickets Is left. That's where they're selling them. Yeah. So, I mean, whether people have bought tickets, and I hope this isn't the case, but whether people have bought tickets, oh, now I'm not going to use it. But yeah. I hope people have bought them and are going to come because you put paid your money to come and it's three yeah. stands are open. So let's, yeah, you know, good. for me, that's 5,000 people that there's yeah. three stands open for that um, Reading game, the very, very, very first one. So it's open yeah. again. Let, let's get it. And it's this time it's a different game. Fans are going to be up loud and proud. Let's do it the way that we know and push them over the line. If we that's have to. good. Well, to be honest, like I say, I'll do my best. I'll be in Manchester as early as possible. Uh, what's your score predictions for this game? And how do you think, in fact, no, what's your, what's your score prediction? 
Let's go with United 2-1. United 2-1. Revenge. Yeah. Revenge. Okay. Think, you know, they'll uh, score. They're saying Ellen White might be back. They're saying Stanway's back. Listen, these are people that are going to score. You know, they only yeah. need one chance. Um, But I, we need to be clinical because we're going to get yeah, chances. It, yeah, I, t- I have to be honest. I will be keen to see, if Ellen White is back, how um, Amy and Millie deal with her. Mm. How Amy and Millie deal with I, I, that would be in, in just just that alone, just that section of the game would be what I'd be looking for in mm. terms of her her, uh, her 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 attitude and application to the game and what she what she does and doesn't do when um, Ellen White has the ball, whether she ignores her because watching her for England, she had this real great knack to just like hang in between the two centre backs mm. and be unmarked and. For whatever reason, the defenders never got close enough. You know, they ever gave her too much room, which allowed her to kind of take a touch and take a strike on goal. And I think because of her quality, you cannot do that. So I'll be interested to see what they do. It will be it will be interesting. Oh, I she'll would love a plan. She'll have she'll yeah, have oh. to have a plan. She'll have to have a plan. You, you're you're going to have to make sure that you stop the supply line. But for me, the key battle is in midfield. Mm. Again, I think if you and and I think Jill Scott. Uh, in that first game, um, you need to kind of keep her quiet. What I what I noticed from the game at the Etihad was that the the, set, the two centre backs for City were had the ball with ease. They were able to spray the ball out, and you cannot allow them to build. You just can't. You, you just cannot allow them to have. Um, you want them to play long, mm-hmm. and uh, both centre backs were playing the ball into the, the City midfield. Um, Jill Scott was collecting it at feet, laying it off, and then then they would turn. And it's for me, it's going to be really important that that element of the city game is is mm-hmm. literally doused out. It's not allowed, and they have to go long, and it has to be a bit of a battle. But at the same time, um, Casey has a plan in terms of attack, and I think Leah has has yeah. got a groove back. I think he's taken her a couple of games, uh, and we definitely saw what she was like against Spurs and it, and it will it will I think she will realize that the game against City in the first game that was probably for me the worst I've seen her play mm. and I don't think she'll she won't have that kind of performance again mm. so uh, they will they will see a different Leo Golton yeah. definitely the one thing definitely. that I'm a bit is missing LJ um, I, and I think she would be because the way that we did it, it against Spurs, she was that one. I'm not saying Jane Ross can't do it, but LJ, I just think she's a bit more physical, she's a bit more, she'll lean on them. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, she takes the ball, uh, she runs and she does this, and I understand, but the way that she was working, I think, in that yeah. first half, pressuring that, you know, pressing, that's yeah. what we need from, from Jane to do. Yeah, I, I would. Jane, move it and Keep it and run with it like LJ. Yeah. You know, she can't. I've talked about this this at the start of the season. I'm really an advocate for your striker to be a striker. And mm. I understand why Jess is playing wide. But, I mean, if, if, if Lauren is not playing in that forward role, I would want someone who's going to do the same kind of graft mm. in the hassling of, of the opposition back four, back three. Jess. Yeah, Jess will do it. Leo will do it. Yeah. And then Jane needs to just 
We need to. Yeah, you know, I just. Three of them need to be pressing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just, I just think that it's, it's you, one. You don't want to change a winning team, mm. um, and obviously with Lauren not playing, that's going to happen because she was sent off to, uh, at the very end of the game. Mm. Um, but you want to, you want to, to ensure that the rhythm is the same, and uh, if you want to swap out one player, you know, um, and you start. Casey were to start with the 11 minus the one person I would substitute Jessica for the position where Lauren was and and have the same players elsewhere in in the team and that may be for me you know someone might say well what about Abby Mack and I'm not thinking well you know I'm not saying she's not going to get a game but I think you've got to win when you have a strong back four and the back four have kept a clean sheet you really think Okay, let's keep them and 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 see what happens. And yeah, you know, I know that Abby Max in England international, but sometimes you have to go with the team that had the points and the momentum. So we'll all see. It's it's for me. I'm hoping uh, for um, a two nil win. I, I I don't want Manchester City to score any goals. Mm. You know, just just keeping it real. And unfortunately, yeah. you know, that's a bit of bias. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm just. Telling, you yeah, know, as no, much as I, said, yeah. two one is biased too, but yeah, you know, it's be a one one go to penalties. Then I'm definitely not yeah. going that second game. But I just think I it's going to be a different it, game. I want it to be clinical. I want it to be two nil. Mm. No, no Christmas presents early for Manchester City. They need to leave with just the wrapping paper, nothing else. Yeah, yeah nothing, and the wrapping paper will be brown. <laughs> that special, it's not not even in that special stuff from Poundland. It's just mm-hmm. brown. So yeah, definitely. Did did you th- on Lauren sending off? Did you be- did you believe that she should have been sent off? The first one I don't think was a booking. The second mm. one was a booking. So it's, it's, it's harsh. It's, yeah. I think that she wasn't spoken to. Whereas there was times I don't know what her name is. I think her name was Furnace, the gingerhead girl. Yeah, she took out Leah. And there was nothing. So it's like, there's a bit of inconsistencies there from the ref. I didn't, you know, I don't know what happened. She's, I thought she had a good first half, to be fair. Second half, yeah. she just lost it. Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. The foul seemed to go one way. Yeah, definitely. And then, then the card started going one way. And then it was a card, but it's like, yeah, come on now. Just be a yeah. bit, think about it. But, you know, Spurs were back. Were, you know, needed something, I suppose. And yeah. maybe the crowd swayed them. Maybe the crowd swayed her. Yeah, so, well, it, that that does happen, which is all part and parcel of the game. Yeah. All part and parcel of the game. Um, you know, I thought it was a bit harsh myself. I thought, mm. like you, the first booking could have been just a conversation, but I, I, the second tackle, I think it was just clumsy. Mm. Uh, I think it was just, you know, ill-timed and you know, kind of had to get a card, I think. It's just unfortunate at the end of the game that you get a, a, a red. And um, mm-hmm. with with the games now and the WSL being televised and seen, you kind of, you know, you from one week you're you're on a teenage sensation and then you get sent off. It's a... Uh, it's a uh, player of the match. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a bitter pill. <laughs> she yeah. was, I'm getting, I'm being sent off, but I win player of the match. It's a bitter pill, mm-hmm. uh, definitely. Um, you know, we've talked obviously about the previous game. We talked a bit about um, the City game and what's coming up. It, this week has been kind of 
topical in terms of abuse from fans, definitely in terms of the England game, about what the, in terms of officials, expect uh, clubs to do, uh, uh, organising officials from other countries need to do. And the conversation is about abuse. There's been some conversation about chanting from Manchester United Barmy Army or members within the fan base or in the crowd. Um, you know, in terms of future games and in terms of how uh, the fan base grows around Manchester United women, I mean, what do you have anything that you want to say? I know I have something in terms of mm. uh, my point of view, but do you have anything that you want to say in terms of, of, of that and how things are going to go move forward or, or what's happened well, before? Previously? Obviously, you know, offensive chanting, no one wants, and I said it on the day of that game, I don't want to hear anything about Hillsborough, I don't want to hear anything about Munich. Um, I didn't sing anything, you know, that song, you know, it's, it's been, it's gone, but, you know, you don't want to hear it and you just want it to be, like I said at the start, inclusive with everyone. But that doesn't mean there's not going to be a bit of needle, let's say, there's not going to be a bit of, yeah. you know, I know people are upset over booing, but it's not anything to do with a set player or targeting that player. It's just about, you know, more about we don't like Liverpool and we don't like Arsenal. You know, it's nothing to do with anything. It's like they're our rivals. So, you know, you want it to be a bit of, you know, raise the game, a bit electric. And that's what I would have yeah. said Arsenal was. Arsenal was electric for me. That is the best yeah. I've ever seen it. Um, obviously, the City, the Liverpool game was a bit, you know, that little thing ruined what overall was quite quite good but obviously for anyone coming I don't want um anything like that um whether it's your first game you know we've got a songbook there that's you know there's no swearing in it so that's what it's about it's about you know I, I hand a book out to a little kid and he always singing to me sing this one sing this one and it's U-N-I-T-E-D United are the team for me why don't City go home it's not the F word it's why I don't City go home but it's still mm. the same song that he knows and loves mm. and still join in. So, you know, it's just about that. And, mm. you know, if anyone is worried or what can I sing, what can't I sing, look in the song, but that's what it's there for. It's there. You know, I'm not saying and I'm trying to police anyone. It's just about everyone being mindful. Listen, this is the, you know, there's loads of kids around me. I'm not going to, I'm going to do it like this, maybe. And that's yeah. something that we've done from the start. I want to continue and, you know, there'll, there'll be times where people get it wrong and me, I'll get it wrong. But moving forward, let's just, you know, do this together because I'm telling you, those girls say to me, listen, this is this is something different. You know, I was speaking to a player um, at the end of Spurs and she said, listen, you, you are the best fans in, in the country. It's, there's no question. You know, people oh. can say this and never, but from her experience, you know the Barmy Army is the best, and people now because of that, there's a target on your back. That's what a player is saying to me. So people just need to be wary that more people are watching now. Like you say, yeah. the of a product, we're bringing an atmosphere. So that's a game that people are going to tune into. You know, it's Man United at the end of the day. You need to just, you know, well, everyone yeah. knows. I don't need to say. Everyone it. knows. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I think that I think you do have to say something. I think you, what you've said is is absolutely right and kind of the right tone. Uh, it's really important, and it's it's always difficult when you go to a football game and someone says that isn't offensive or what do you mean and and you know it's just a song and and um you know there is a background to everything words are very powerful very very powerful and you know things are said in a particular way in a particular tone um and the choice of adjective depending on on what you want to promote or kind of dismiss or ridicule all of those things so i think it's really important and it is a bit about policing it's about self-policing in terms of adult behaviour, because as you said, you give the songbooks out that you you've created to children, and you know if you want a child to smoke, you let them see an adult that smokes. If you want a child to swear, you let them be around a ch- an adult that swears. If you want a child to be violent, you let them see an adult that's being violent, and that's the way it is. And we as adults, you know, primarily we are the educators of everyone around us. If there are children in the fan base that are going to games, they are watching everything, everything. So. In a week where you have um, a footballing nation being accused of being racist and then you see the images of the individuals of being racist and you look at them and you think they are young men. They're in their 20s. They're in their early 30s. They're not in their 70s when racist ideology was at its height and being used all the time and in books and in pamphlets and in propaganda. They are young men who have understood something because it has either been one passed down to them by word or two they've read it in a book. So it's important that when you go to a football match, that we as adults, we conduct ourselves in the right way. And I think what you're saying, right, in terms of the songbook, but we acknowledge that when we do make mistakes or we slip up or we say something that we shouldn't say and someone says, listen, that's out of order. We understand why they're saying it, because they understand one, not so much that so much the television, pro, the, the, the media outlets are watching. It's about the, the, the young people around us, the children that are around us who are watching everything they absorb the children are sponges they absorb everything good and bad and that shapes their life so it's really for me it's incumbent upon us as adults and as fans that when we're at the ground certain things are said in a way and certain things should not be said regardless of what the history or background of those songs chants are and uh, and i think for the for the women's game as it's growing Everyone says that it needs to grow and it needs to be like the men's. There are certain things in the men's game that are just wrong. You know, I, I, you know, technically, it would be great if you created a, a songbook for the men's team where there was no swear words, because sometimes you just think, well, we don't need to say that. Sometimes the songs are so witty, you don't need to actually use foul language, but there is foul language. So I think the women's game is going in a totally different way. And I think because there is an established fan base already, that have been doing things in a particular way and have it a particular way. And then you've got new fans, obviously, with a new Manchester United team, the fans are coming along and they've not been part of the original scene. There is a mixing of ways. There is a mixing of thoughts. And there needs to be an understanding from, you know, Manchester United fans who are supporting the women and uh, an appreciation of those that have already been part of the, 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 the footballing background, the footballing scene, in women's football and there needs to be that we enter in a, in a kind of respectful way that's think, that's my take yeah yeah I think there needs though to be an understanding from them that have been there a long time that are saying oh we've been doing this since this long but listen you need something to maybe just to give it that 
you know, give it that spark. And I think yeah. the Arsenal game, that's the one I wanted to go to. For me, nothing, there was nothing wrong with any of that. And yeah. I think people have taken offence to to something that is really, yeah. is a bit of nothing. Um, and I think the women's game, like I said, like I've said, they need that atmosphere. They need it. Because like yeah. you said, it'd just be two men and the, and the dog, if not. Yeah. yeah, you can have a stadium full of 70,000 people. But if, you know, Wembley, it's going to be full. But what is it going to be like? It's going to be Vuvu Zaylas. It's going to be, and kids like that, cool. But yeah. it's going to be Mexican waves. It's going to, that, that's not, that's not. <laughs> Sorry, you said, you said it. I know yeah. I was waiting for you to say. That's not what we need. So. You know, there needs to be understanding from both sides, I think, yeah. that it's been like Mexican waves and stuff, but one, that's not what the players want. Two, that's not um, going to grow the game, let's say. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it is growing it in that respect, but I think the league game, it needs that little bit of rivalry. It needs the United Liverpool. It needs the United City. It needs that spark. It needs that tension between it. It needs, like it was for Spurs, that bit of back and forth, that banter, that, you know, we're loud, they want to be louder, we're loud, you know, we're going to sing this, we're going to sing more. We need that constant. And yeah, I think if if people just disregard the Bar Miami and say, you know, they're, they're this and we don't want them in the women's game, then, you know, it's... it's it, you understand what I mean, Rodney? Yeah, I do. No, I do. I, I don't think people generally go down that route. And I think, I think mm-hmm. the... the kind of essence of the conversation what we talked about was about the the chanting yeah but yeah, it's yeah. about how we move forward you yeah, know kind yeah. of in a in a way where we're not we're not causing offense yeah but we're causing... Right, there's always going to be one person who will pick that one thing and say that's you and i'll yeah. stereo i'll make that's you you've done that one mistake and that's the, all of you yeah. and well, you know let, yeah. let's you know it's not everyone you know, it's it's just it's been, it's happened. Yeah. And we move. Move make forward. Make sure it doesn't happen again. Move forward. Move forward. Move forward. You know what? It, 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 I think that's a, a good a good point to to kind of end our little chit chat. It's been far too long, like I said, since we've yeah. been we've had this. You know, because uh, we didn't even get to talk like this on the day. We didn't even get to actually have a conversation like this. It was too, too, too much. It was too, too energy much. that day. Too energy. Too Even too Spurs much. was too energy. I was breathing. I was like, <sighs> I'll breathe. <laughs> the, do you know what? The, the funniest thing um, uh, during the halftime, which was for me, is when you'd walked around the ground yeah. and you were walking back to the seat and you were walking along with your arms out wide singing. Yeah, yeah. In front of the Spurs fan, and oh, there's they... a steward just ushering you along, like <laughs> move along, <laughs> move along, <laughs> move along. When he went to me behind me. He went, I think I'm gonna need to like take you now. I think I'm gonna need to to escort you back. I went, oh, it's fine. Look it's at just... this. <laughs> it was just well, you. They, they rose up. They were like, right, look at her. Let's take her. Come on, let's give it. They were. I saw this first fans going, hey, and I saw Natalie with her eyes going, whoa. <laughs> I this steward behind you going, move, okay. move along now, move, move along now. That's Come what on, we need. That steward was the oh, best steward I've ever seen. And he so even fun. said to me and a couple yeah. of us, listen, you're the best fans that have ever come here, ever, 
ever, you know. And let Barney play there. Don't be asking to say, don't Barney. <laughs> yeah, he said, the Hive, you are the best fans that have ever come. So yeah. let's yeah. let's keep that. Let's keep that yeah. energy. Yeah, I have to say, way. really, really nice stadium, the Hive. First time oh, I've yeah, been. Yeah. Really nice stadium, and I, I, you know, um, really nice people. So, yeah, definitely. Thank you, the Hive Stadium. Right, I'm gonna say thanks to Nat for joining me on this little thanks, kind of pod chat. Uh, 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 it's not the usual setup. I'm just using my mobile phone because my laptop's been out of action. But I'll be back soon. Um, Nat, I'll see you Sunday probably. It's Sunday, hopefully, yeah. Sunday. Okay. <laughs> All see right. Later, until man. then. Bye. See you later. Bye. Mm-hmm. This episode was recorded on Skype and edited on Kinemaster for Android. On and off the pitch, a sporting podcast.